Welcome to episode one of Explorers Wanted. We are an actual play Numenera podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Oh, hey, first to reply. <laughs> Alex Finn. Hi. Samson Davis. Hello. And Marietta Jones. That me. So this is the beginning of a brand new campaign with Numenera, um, where you'll be exploring the Ninth World. Just so everybody knows, why don't you each go around and give like a very brief intro to your characters, like the name and character sentence. Um, let's do the same order again. So Stace. All right. I am playing Nyx, a confident glaive who needs no weapons. And a glaive is kind of a fighter type. Okay. Alex? I'm playing Chansey Chacha Letoa, and Chacha is a passionate nano who sees beyond. A nano is kind of like a magician, but we're taking it weird with Chacha. Okay. Uh, Samson? I'm playing Adilbin Kret, commonly called Dilly. Dilly is a intelligent right who crafts illusions, and rights are, I guess, analogous to artificers, kind of the magic mm -hmm. item crafter types. Okay. And Marietta? Um, I am playing Atalia, who is a meddlesome nano who explores dark places. And, um, yeah, nanos are the magic-y class. Um, she's a bit on the roguey side of magic, though, because it's me. Loving the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's our first I'm time. Shut up. I'm excited to be here. I'm so thankful. <laughs> Turn it's it on the ninth world, okay. guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the start of, like I said, a new campaign. Um, is everybody excited to play some Numenera? Yes. No, I hate it. <laughs> what? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, let's get started then. We begin in Charmond, the capital of Navarine, and one of the largest cities within the Steadfast. Unlike most of the Ninth World, this place is a burgeoning metropolis, well-developed and well-fortified. But like all big cities, it has, has its dark places and its forgotten corners. This back alley is one of them. There's little interest around here, and in general, it's wise to avoid such places, especially in the night. Yet each of you at some point found your way here. Some with careful steps, some stumbling as they ran from a pursuer. But all of you found a plain-looking door with a small sign outside of it that said, Explorers Wanted, Inquire Within. And each of you eventually knocked on that door and met the woman inside. She asked you many questions, some of you more than others, and said she might be able to find a job for you. And that was that. And you spent the next week going about your business, or perhaps even hiding. And a part of you began to wonder if she would follow through. But earlier today, you each received a separate message delivered by a small children telling you to come back to her place tonight to receive details. And that's where we start, with an old woman who calls wanderers to her as she finishes setting a small table in her cramped office. There are small plates and tea for five. She makes a minor adjustment to the placement of one of the teacups, and then goes to stoke the fire in the hearth, 
And as she hunches over the fireplace, there's a knock at the door. She answers the door. Italia, who does she see there? Um, Italia is there. She's in, uh, dark, um, I would say mostly linens and wraps, uh, kind of head to toe, um, black boots and a nice cape, definitely looking to blend in with the shadows as much as possible. Um, her attire is fairly worn. She's, oh, like five, six. She's pretty tanned, um, has yellow eyes and, um, reddish brown hair and, um, yeah, she's ready to be here. Okay. So the the old woman looks up at you and says, like, Italia, it's good to see you again. Uh, I'm happy to see that you're all equipped and ready to go. Come in, have a seat. She will pop in and sit down in the, the one closest to the far wall. So farthest away from the door? Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, Mama Jaren, who is this who this woman you know, you've talked to her once before, is her name. Okay. And she goes over and she pours you some tea. And as she's pouring it, there's another knock at the door. And she goes to answer it. And Dilly, what does she see? Uh, she sees a very short man, just barely five foot. Um, put up, but she can probably see that he's kind of, not pudgy, but kind of shapeless. Like, mm. He doesn't have to really do hard manual labor. He's just kind of <laughs> white collar, I guess. But uh, he's wearing, like, I guess, cloak and hood up and kind of looks a little terrified. Like, can, 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 can I come in, please? Yes, yes, come in, Dilly. So you're saying he's white collar without the gym plan? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Or he has the gym plan, but doesn't use it. Gotcha. But yeah, he comes in, t- so- takes his hood off. Dark, nearly black hair, dark eyes. Look, come in, have a seat at the table. Um, one of your uh, companions for this journey is already here. Um, uh, Talia, this is Dilly. I'll, I'll do more formal introductions later. I'll give a small wave. Hi. Dilly will go sit at the chair farthest away from Talia. <laughs> She's mildly offended. <laughs> and Dilly looks like he's about to piss his pants. I mean, I do have that effect on people. <laughs> so, Dilly has seat. Okay, so then there is another knock at the door. Mama Jaren goes and answers the door. And uh, she was like, Cha-cha! I'm glad to see you again. It's, it's only been a week, but uh, you're you're right on time. I think Cha-cha's going to, like, rush in and hug her because Cha-cha's been so lonely. Cha-cha likes people, <laughs> but not people. <laughs> and what does Cha-Cha look like? Um, Cha-Cha is very small and slight, kind of almost the size of a child. So it's kind of like a, that's why she likes children. They're on the same level. And she has, mm. you know, shortcut blonde hair with blue eyes. And she's probably wearing like, a garish red cloak trying to pretend like she's blending in. But like, it's like you're walking around in a red cloak. I, yeah, she's, she kind of looks like she belongs in the circus, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so Italia will wave to, um, Chacha as well, a little more hesitantly. Like, I don't know who this 
fascinating is with the hugs, but here we are with short guy and hug girl. There's one more chair, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it takes a little bit of time. Um, as she pours tea for you, she kind of, uh, she also hands out these small cookies and stuff like that. And then after about, uh, I don't know, seven minutes, there's another knock at the door. And uh, she opens the door. She says, says well, you're, you're late. Um, I am. But I guess that, yeah, I guess that's to be expected of your order. But um, come on in. All right, I will. And what does she see? She sees a... Uh... A woman with bright pink hair, half her head's shaved. Um, the other half, you're like, could be a mohawk, but she's not wearing it like that. It's just flopped over there. All her clothes kind of are mismatched. They don't necessarily clash, but they're clearly not of the same origin or age. Uh, she is wearing a bright blue jacket. Everything's fairly worn. Mm -hmm. The only thing about her that looks fitted and customized to her are her boots. They're very fine boots. Very comfortable looking mm. boots. That's it. Okay. Uh, so she says, it, uh, Nix, well then come in, have a seat. There is tea ready. Awesome. Um, and Nix, as you head over to the table, um, you spy on the far side of the table, Italia. Italia, what? Hey, how are you? It's extremely uncomfortable. Uh, you know, it's just uh, work, working, working. Yeah, and like working. What? Eight years? Yeah. Something like that. Uh yeah, how's it how's it been? Pretty rad. Man, I just been like walking around a lot. Yeah, walking around a lot. That sounds like a thing you would do. Yeah. What about you? What have you been doing? Um, just going to school, you know, getting an education and uh side hustling for usual. So oh, yeah. yeah. I went to school too. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for, then I started walking. Oh, did you? <laughs> that kind of school experience wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So, uh, Italia, Italia, could you do me a favor? Could you make a deception based role about the going to school part? <laughs> Fucking liar. Do you have any training in deception? <laughs> I am. First roll. First roll. First roll. Uh, nope. Okay, so it'll just be a straight roll unless um, you want to expend effort. Would that be... Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll expend a level of effort on that. Uh, okay, so you have an edge in intellect, so that means you'll have to spend two intellect points to get, make it, to get a plus three on yeah. your roll, whatever your roll ends up being. Okay, if it's plus three, then it's 14 total. Okay, 14. Okay. Um, Stace, I need you to make a roll towards dis detecting dishonesty or anything along those um, lines. All I got is social interactions. Uh, detecting falsehoods would not be right. cool. for this. I'm just going to do it. So it's a straight roll unless Listen, you want to spend I don't effort. want to know if she's lying. So I'm just going to roll it straight up. <laughs> okay. I got a six. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. totally sounds plausible. school. Definitely. We're going to have to swap stories sometimes, man. Sure. Bud. <laughs> you can call me no. dude. You two know each other already. Through a series of happenstance, yes, in fact. 
like we live next to each other, dude. <laughs> or that. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, shouldn't affect things at all. Well, I, I'm glad that you all came. Um, obviously, you've already talked to me about your interest. I am in need of some contractors for a particular task. I sent my colleague to investigate the ruins of Kamatha. There's rumored that there was a Numenera device of great value there. Um, it supposedly lies somewhere among those ruins. Um, this individual set out to retrieve it, and they never returned. Um, what I need you to do is to go out there and look through the ruins, map out as much of it as you can, and discover the fate of my dear colleague, Maywin. And hopefully, you'll be able to return with the object itself. Dan, are we familiar with runes of Kamatha? Ah, uh, give me a, anybody who's got like a history or geography roll could roll that. Uh well, anybody can roll. It's just what you want to do. It's it's going to be a twelve, and if you've got history or geography, it would be a nine. I got a nine. So. Well, okay. got three. Um, I have remembering details. Okay. I would have ever studied um, that area. So. Marietta, because you don't have geology or history, it would, the remembering the details wouldn't help you there. Um, did, what did you get, Alex? Seven. Okay. So yeah, you guys have no idea. Um, ruins outside the city. Cool. We know that Maywin at least got to the ruins because she sent back a messenger once she arrived, but she never returned and means that either she perished or She's trapped somewhere in there and needs assistance. Um, hopefully she has already recovered the item and has it with her. But the goal is to go to the ruins, map out as much as you can, and try to find Maywin and hopefully return with both her and the object. How, how, how far out, out of Charmond is, are the ruins? Uh, it's about a, a two-day hike. And we'll get guards, of course, right? No, it works best if you don't attract attention to this kind of thing. But it's dangerous outside the city. What? Well, yes. I mean, that's that that happens. But uh, I think a, a group such as you could um, handle it. And after all, you have you have Nix here, who, as I understand it, is quite an effective um, user of martial arts. Yeah. Okay. Do you have guards with you? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Until he just kind of seems to like shrink in, into himself. It'll be alright. But keep in mind, these are ruins, so mm -hmm. um, you know I, I don't. You know, it's not just coin I want to entice you with. It's it's with the voyage of discovery. I mean, who knows what other kinds of Numenera are in those ruins that could be be found? Yeah, and that's like dope as hell. But also want to be clear on the coin, <laughs> right? Like that's <laughs> happening, right? <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, that is happening at the rates we discussed. Voyage of Discovery, though. Yeah, cool. Can I do an insight check on her? Was she always like this? Me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 but, like, possibly the personality traits that led her to take that route because there were people like her there. That all makes sense now. Yeah. Everything's come full circle. Mm -hmm. Rock on. Mm -hmm. We're going to go on this adventure together. 
I think Chet's just going to pull out her map with, like, X's on it, and it's like, it, it's not near any of these, right? No, Chacha, you don't have to worry about those, so there, there won't be anybody there that'll recognize you. Good, good. Are, are, are you famous? Define fame? Chacha is an entertainer by trade. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And Magic! Magic? How? What? Magic? I think she sets off, like, the non-harmful fireworks, like magic. Ah! Until he falls out of his chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Italia, as a nano, you would immediately recognize this as hedge magic. Hmm. So, whether or not she's... You, you may not know that Cha-Cha is necessarily a nano, but you definitely can tell that she has access to esoteries. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> so... If you, uh, it looks like most of you have all of your equipment. I mean, I know Dilly, you don't really have, you, you tend to travel light these days, but, um. Yeah. Dilly, I, I, I would think that you would be excited to get out of the city for a while. I am. I just didn't think we'd be going into such dangerous territory. Well, if you prefer, I could try to find something for you, uh, you know. Closer to the center of town. Nope, nope. I think we should go on this nice hike out of Charmant. Thanks. Thank you. Please. Yes. Yeah. That was like, pretty adamant, sir. Uh, Chacha is violently nodding. Well, looks like Chacha knows her way around, so it, Chacha will know the way, right? Uh, I'm a fairly, <laughs> a fairly skilled map <laughs> map reader. <laughs> Do we have a map to this location? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's go on this nice hike and okay. not okay. Excellent. run into any monsters. Yes. Well, if we run into monsters, you know, Nix will take care of us. It's fine. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And honestly, you live or you die. It's all about the journey, right? <laughs> I would rather live. <laughs> but either way. But no, one way, please. You also seem very chill for a fighting type. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, like I said, uh, you know, um, I, uh, here is a rough map, and she provides a map to at least where the ruins are. Um. So you can see that it's going to be a hike to the northwest. Um. Like she said, like it's about two days, give or take. Um, Nix, you would probably be more familiar. I'd say Nix and Cha-Cha would probably be more familiar with what it's like walking through the wilds. Um, so they, I mean, you guys, I mean, it's, it's roughly two days, assuming everybody else can keep up. Um, but, uh, yeah, and she says, says, yes. Um, so as you know, there is the potential that, uh, you know, my colleague could be in danger. Um, so I think I'd appreciate it if you guys left relatively immediately to head towards the ruins. In danger from the creatures at the ruins or like in danger from other people? I don't know yet. I'm hoping oh. that uh, neither is the case. But if so, uh, I would hope that it would only be one or the other. Well, that would be why not both, right? <laughs> Could could you say again what the messenger said? The messenger said that she had found the ruins 
and that she was proceeding inside, but she wanted to get um, confirmation of the ruin's location back to me before setting forth. She died. Well, hopefully not. Right. All right, cool. Uh, Can I have the map? Yep. She hands you the map. Chach is also circling it on her map. Okay. Everything else is X's, but this is a circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll okay. spend some time uh, studying that map as well as we okay. traverse. Okay, so you guys are going to hiking. Um, anything you guys need to do before you leave town? Use the bathroom. I'm pretty good. Okay. Gotcha's <laughs> ready to go. Billy doesn't need anything. Okay, okay so you guys um, begin walking. And uh, the the hike is relatively easy, and you're relative, and because it's only like a two day hike away from the town, like it doesn't get too wild, right? Because there's, I mean, you are gonna have you are going away from like the trade roads, um, so you're a little bit farther out in the middle of nowhere. But on the whole, um, it's it's relatively easy. I mean, you you at least the first day goes very comfortably. And you even find what looks to be a relatively decent place to set up camp for the night. My feet hurt so much. Do you like to make camp for the evening? Is is this safe to make camp here? This is good? I see. Say, if we can look around a little bit, I'll look around and see with my all of my outdoor skills. Um... <laughs> <laughs> A bunch of city slickers. Yeah, I'll uh, if I can make like a perception check or something to see how this area seems. Sure, give me. Um, I'm also trained in searching and listening, and perception. What are you? So you're just trying to figure out the. I'm just trying to. We were talking about maybe stopping here, and I want to look around and see what it's if it seems like that could be a good thing or not. In church, I look for sna- evil snake. She can. Wait. Okay, so give me um, a nine perception roll. Fourteen. Um, you. This looks like a relatively decent place to set up camp. It's got some these curved rocks, which could provide shelter in case of any rain. Um, there's. Uh, it, it's relatively easy to spot anything coming along. You know the the ground. There's not a lot of obstructions. And uh, it's, it seems like the ground is relatively flat. It's not even too rough, even for, you know, setting up your your camp and whatever you're going to sleep on, sleeping rolls. Wow. Okay. I will, I will say these things out loud as I'm admiring it. You know, I feel like as far as first night outside under the stars location, you can get too much better than this. Um, Daniel, I would like to see if Nyx would know of... Or, or not know of any recent events, dangerous events in this area, like monsters that are new or like mm. things like that. Like if you'd heard something in your travels or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Give me just a straight roll. Um, this is not a heavily traversed area, so it's going to be a difficulty 15. All right. I'm trained in recent events and rumors. Got a 20. Wow. Okay. Um, First net 20. Yes. So uh, you have heard stories that there have been like strange creatures seen out here. 
I mean, obviously, a lot of the people in the ninth world don't really understand the nature of the creatures here and think of them as demons and things like that. Um, and there have definitely been stories of that here. That's not necessarily, since you got a nat 20, um, it's not necessarily um, unusual to hear about that in the proximity of ruins. But at the same time, like there have definitely been people that have complained of sightings of creatures, specifically something in the skies. Oh, yeah, this uh, this looks like a pretty sweet spot, but we should definitely keep watch. And uh, whoever's watching, like, don't forget to look up. OK, what? What's up? Uh, monsters, maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are they up there? I don't know. They talk about flying monsters around here. So just like look for them occasionally. Sometimes people forget to look up when they're keeping watch. You know, they look out, not up. We're going to do both. (laughs) Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Like if. uh, Who here has actually like ever kept watch? Just curious. I think Chacha raises her hand slowly. Yeah, I would as well. I've occasionally worked through the night. All right. So this is uh, what I wanted to do. Dilly? Yeah. Dilly. Hi. Hi. How about you, like, sit up for the first two hours with me so I can show you what watch is like, and then you can go to sleep, and then tomorrow maybe you could pull, like, a full half shift? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, who who wants to take the other half? Uh, I will, I guess. Sweet. Look forward to briefing you. Good to see you, Italia. You too. Yeah. <laughs> and, of, and of course, uh, Italia's version of Watch is keeping an eye out for the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at it, guys. It's got that perception down. Okay, so everybody else is going to sleep for now, I take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um... So how how did how did Dilly and Nix pass the time during their watch? Um, unless Dilly breaks in, Nix is just like stream of consciousness explaining how to keep watch and like all the terrifying <laughs> monsters that she's seen and she's fought and uh, yeah. And I think Dilly will at first like pay attention, like yes, okay, oh okay, throw water, at the, uh, fire at that one, okay, yes. But then I think he'll slowly start to realize that. I guess Nix is on autopilot almost. <laughs> and yeah. then I guess like half hour in, he'll start tinkering with uh, some of the synth and parts he brought. He's not really um, building anything. He's just kind of like fiddling with it. Gotcha. Okay. And then, and then I imagine Nix at some point will start to see shapes and like parts start to like form and float around his head mm. as he continues to fiddle with his, uh, synth and various parts uh i respect what you're doing man and it looks like real fucking cool but you gotta watch on watch you know what i'm saying what? like you gotta Sorry, what you gotta watch on watch that's why it's called watch so you gotta be like what? watching oh uh, not yes. not tinkering i'm sorry and then you see the shapes just kind of like disappear mm-hmm. so uh dilly and nix um i'm gonna need you to make perception rolls now the um, Dilly, it is night, so it is going to be a 12 for you. But for Nyx, because you had a nat 20 on all this, I'm going to say you it's a 6 for you. Sweet. 
four. Got 14. Okay. Um, Nix, you definitely see something rather like some wide wings kind of shadows like going through the night clouds. Um, like, so the cloud, it's like, it's partly cloudy. You can see the moon up in the sky with its strange green circle inscribed on it. But you see for a moment coming from between the clouds, this wide, what you presume a wide wingspan creature flying through the moonlight and back into the clouds. And then a moment later, you see that same shape um, kind of circle around the other way. You're not sure if it's the same creature or if it's multiples. Do we have a fire going? I would presume you did. All right. So Nick's elbows Dylan's like, see, look at that. That's why you got to look up, man. And then what? she look at what? Look up the see the weak creatures up there. Uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, let's put out the fire. Okay. So she uh takes dirt or I guess a, yeah, probably just dirt and like kicks it over the fire, which is probably low ish mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, extinguishes it, and then no no real indication of if they were like coming for us, right? I just see them in the area. Yeah, you just see them up there. Okay, so then she just continues to very alertly watch and says uh and we got to be quiet now man and no no shapes no lights so next do me a favor roll d20 and just tell me if you get even or odd got a cock die five okay which would be odd yep okay um figured that out myself there is it definitely is more than one shape and they seem to be descending in a slow spiral around your camp. Oh shit! All right. Uh, hmm. What? What's all right? Are they? Are they leaving? No, they're coming here. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh can my you, god! Can you wake up, Cha Cha? Like, <laughs> okay, Cha Cha. <laughs> settle down, settle down, man. All right, Talia. Uh, Dilly will run yeah. to where he thinks Cha Cha is, and then just trip over Talia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awakening. <laughs> Uh, that's not how you wake someone up for watch. <laughs> oh, nah, dude. It's not watch. We got monsters incoming. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, natural instinct, I assume. <laughs> I got baby malicious intent. Like, I couldn't tell you, really. <laughs> Do you know? Because you could tell us. It'd be okay. Um, I mean, I haven't spoken to them. I guess if we get the chance, we can ask them. <laughs> Animals? What? Sometimes, sometimes they talk, man. <laughs> okay. Um, at this point, um, you can see them getting much closer, and at this point, I need you all to roll initiative. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. We can't have our first session not have initiative rolls in it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> we also can't die, so. Fifteen. <laughs> Watch me. Hey. Thirteen. Okay. Nine. Ouch. Okay. Alex? 20. 20, wow. Hell oh, I thought I was going to go first. 15. Okay. Cha-Cha, there are three of these things descending at you. They look like, uh, as they get closer, they, they look like something almost out of your visions. I mean, they Im- imagine like these strange, like partially mechanical wings that are tethered to a body of biomass that looks like 
if you mm. knotted up intestines. Um, and the knot of intestines is about the size of a chimp. And uh, that's what is coming at you guys. And it appears there are three of them. Yeah. And of course they are flying at you guys. So I think Chacha being kind of grumpy that she got woken up, especially, you know, since she's going to have to watch later, is going to use Onslaught on them and attack their mental form. Like, she's going to okay. mentally attack them. Okay, so you're going to target one of them. Okay, so give me a nine. That will be intellect. 20. I think this dice is going in dice jam. So you got you got a natural 20? Why? Mail it mail it to me. Yeah. I'm going to switch dice quick <laughs> for next roll. Okay. Um, so are you going to take the major Oops. effect or the plus four damage? I know what I would do. What would you do? Damage. Try it. Oh, we should do the plus floor damage. Okay. So you do six damage to this thing, and it screeches. How it screeches, you don't know, because you don't see any mouth. But it does sound almost like it's it's horrible. It's got this, like, high-pitched, like, ah! except it almost sounds like it's coming through a kazoo, mm-hmm. like it's being blown out an intestine. And, uh, yeah, okay. So that's Cha-Cha. Um, next up is Italia. Alright, I'm gonna... It seemed to work pretty well for her, so I will also onslaught. I'll do the intellect version. Um, same one or a different one? Probably the same one. Let's down one at a time. Okay. Give me a nine roll then. Eight. Twelve. Okay. Um, yeah, so that does two intellect damage to it. It does not like that. Okay, um, next up is Nyx. Alright, so she whips out her sling. You don't know where she had it. Pretty sure it was her belt, because her pants start sagging. And, um, loads it up and just gives it a go with the same one that is hurting. I will expend a level of effort. Okay, so that'll cost you... Do you have an edge in speed? I do. Okay, so that'll cost you two. So that is now a six. Got a natty. One. Another nat 20? Oh, nat one? Yeah. Oh, lovely. My gift to you. Yeah, okay. So GM intrusion. Um, so you shoot the sling at this thing. It misses. But uh, it discombobulates it and it drops something out of its flesh and coil. <laughs> and uh, it lands... Are you guys pretty much next to each other at this point, or are you spread out? Like a half circle almost? Uh, none of us have said we've moved. Well, I don't want to punish all of you <laughs> for Stasis 1. Well, I would say that Nyx is probably more centrally located because she was at the fire, right? And right. then Dilly tripped over Italia, and then Nyx just screamed at Chacha. Yeah, but you're all so. within, like, a, so I'll say it's within an immediate distance. So, so something falls on the ground. It appears to be a cipher. Um, that is activated and it gets <laughs> triggered and I need Nyx to make a difficulty 12 might defense. I'm going to do it straight up. Mm-hmm. At 11. Okay. So you, Closer. <laughs> you, Closer. you will take uh, you will take four might damage as electricity bursts out of this 
and slams through your body. Um, is it indifferent to armor? It is indifferent to armor. Why is it always indifferent to armor, Daniel? <laughs> okay. Um, now is the critter's turn. So the one that has been wounded is going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo. It's going to attack Cha-Cha. It sends this strange, I mean, like, thick intestine-like limb tendril out of its arm, out of its uh, wings, and tries to hit Cha-Cha. Um, Cha-Cha, please make a nine-speed defense roll. That is a nine. Okay. Yeah, so you, you manage to dodge this tendril that flicks out, and you think you can smell, like, the crackling of ozone around this tendril as it comes past you. Oh. The next creature is going to come after Dilly, because why not? <laughs> and it is also going to shoot out a uh, tendril at Dilly. Oh. Please make a nine-speed defense roll. <laughs> okay. Eight. Um, so <laughs> you will take four might damage. Ah! <laughs> yes. He screams. Um, the last one is going to attack Italia. Instead of swinging out a tendril, it's going to throw a dart at Italia. Italia, please make a 12 speed defense roll. 11. Okay. Um, you get hit with a dart, and uh, there is a... You immediately begin to feel a little bit hopeless. You have been hit with a poison dart, and the poison in this case is a depression poison. So for the next for the next hour, unless somebody can cure it, you feel like this intense depression, like nothing can be done. Oh, just like real life. <laughs> sorry. Oh. sorry. Sorry, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, and so that's the creature's turn, and now we're back at the top with, uh, no, that's to Samson now. Samson, so now, Gilly, it's your turn. You have been zapped by one of these creatures, by its noodly appendage. Uh, yes, this is very bad. Uh, Dilly, I guess, is going to run away. You said that there was um, rocks that kind of, like, with, like, an overhang to it. Yeah, that's where you guys were camped under. Okay, um, then I guess Dilly's going to run farther into that overhang and try to shoot. Okay the closest of the creatures with his dart thrower. So that's a light weapon. Um, so that'll be a six to hit. So you're going to try to hit the closest one to you, or you're going to try to hit the one that's already been hurt? Oh, um... Yes, say the one that's already okay. been hurt. Okay, so since it's a light weapon, that'll be a six speed roll. Eighteen. Nice. Um, do you, so that would be plus two damage. Um, as you hit it, and this thing dies as this dart like slams in the middle of its strange like intestinal mass, and it just like turns and falls on the ground with a crash. Oh, well, that was easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, now we are back to Cha Cha. There are two of these left. I think. Forgot to give Cha Cha a weapon, FYI. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. I think she'd have like a dart thrower. So you could have you, you could have a dart thrower. Let's put it that way. Okay, she's gonna whip out a dart thrower from some weird pocket in 
her weird, brightly colored cloak mm-hmm. and attack the closest one to her. Okay, so that'll be a six to hit since it's a light weapon. Break this down so I don't forget again. Thirteen. Okay, so you hit it. Um, it does look like it has some sort of thick hide, but you definitely did some damage to it. Yay! Um, next up is Italia. Me! Alright, I'm gonna onslaught that mofo again. Okay. So, uh, the one that Cha-Cha just hurt? The one that's already hurt. We're gonna stick with the one-to-time policy. And are you doing a mental attack or a physical attack? Um, so it said, you said it seemed like they had sort of a thick hide. Yeah, I mean, not crazy thick, but definitely, like, they've got some protection. Okay, I'll just do a mental onslaught. Okay. So that'll be a nine. Alright, fourteen. Okay. So it takes two mental damage from you, and it makes that shrieking sound again. Okay. Nyx. They're still a short distance away. Above. No, that now that now they are definitely in immediate range. Trying distance. Oh, sweet. So, uh, Nyx is gonna punch. Which one? The weakest one. Okay, <laughs> whichever one's been hurt. Okay. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Okay. Uh, so that would be a nine to hit. Right. Um, Might. We'll expend. I will um, expend a level of effort. Okay, so I'll be three might. Two. Yeah, you get an edge of both. Oh, you get an edge of both. That's correct. That's right. Um, so two, two might. Okay. So that brings it down to a six. Yeah, an eleven. That's seven damage. Nice. Okay. Um, what does it look like when you punch this thing to death with one punch? Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. So first of all, like, uh, it's like a side, like she knocks it out of the air and it hits the ground and then she takes a step towards it. You think she's going to step over it, but she doesn't. She never steps on that leg and she just falls backwards and drops an elbow straight in the middle of this flesh thing and it expires. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so now it's the remaining one's turn. Um, it is going to attack Italia. Um, Italia, Rude. because you have the depression poison in you for the next hour, all your um, um, actions are hindered by two steps. Um, so you need to make a speed defense roll of 15. Can I use a level of... Well, I don't have an edge. Can I still use a level, a level of effort if I don't have an edge in a thing? Absolutely, it just it's just the full price. So it'd be it would be cost you three speed to lower the difficulty okay. to a twelve. Sure, I'll do that. Seventeen. Nice. Uh, yeah. So you manage to dodge as one of these like intestine tentacles like comes flying at it. I say no. <laughs> okay, uh, Dilly. There's one of these things left. Oh my god! Nick just exploded that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dilly is going to aim his dart thrower at the last remaining creature. Okay. So it'll be a six. And Dilly rolls a three. Excellent. Okay. So the so dart misses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're back to Cha Cha. 
onslaught meant. Okay, so that's a nine. Eighteen. Okay, so that is plus two damage. Yay! So you hear that crazy shriek again, and now it is to Italia. You know, I'm going to try Onslaught again, but physically. Okay, so that will be a 15. Okay. Because you're depressed right now. Oh. She can't develop unhealthy habits. <laughs> 11. Never mind. What'd you get? 11. Okay, yeah. It's miss. Nix. Okay, yeah, so gonna, once again, physically attack. Okay, so that's a nine. It's still within range? Yeah, it's within range. All right. It's very focused on Italia, so... All right, I will expend more efforts. Okay, so two might to bring it down to a six. I got a six. Nice, okay. That's seven damage. Seven damage. Um, what does it look like when you punch this thing to Oh, she's not going to punch it this time, Daniel. She's going to grab it from behind, right? Because spoken on Italia, and then just, like, bring it down onto her knee and just, like, bust it apart. Okay, so there's a big, sickening splorch yes. as it busts open across your knee, and uh, whatever was in these strange intestine knots begins falling out um, everywhere. And, uh, yeah, you guys are out of combat. You've killed these three things. What was inside? Well, um, there were lots of fluids and sludges <laughs> of various colors. There was some purple, a little bit of green, which would be kind of like a cool sort of 1980s Joker mixture of stuff, except that there was also this like weird sort of dried blood and really terrible smell. Like if you can imagine... Um, it's a mixture of like sort of rotten egg sulfur and rotten beef. Cute. Were there any candies in the monster? You want to search the bodies? Ooh, candy. Okay. Um, so yes. a couple of them had used ciphers against you guys. One of them had not. So there is a cipher on one of their bodies. So there Dilly is. Dilly is actually going to look at the broken ciphers when you uh, get around to it. A small, like, handheld regeneration engine. It's a tainted cipher. So basically, each time the user uses a cipher, an artifact, or a special ability from their type or focus for the next 28 hours, they also restore a number of points to their pools equal to the regeneration engine's level. So roll a 1d6 for me. Someone. I got four. Okay, so it restores four points. So when somebody activates this for the next 28 hours, every time they use a cipher or an artifact or whatever, or one of their special abilities, they will get four points to their pools equal. However, because it is a tainted cipher, there is a slight risk of glioid transformation, your genetic code, if uh, when that activates. Did you say glioid transformation? Yep. I know what that means, but for the non-scientists. Mm. <laughs> Make a history or Numenera roll. Um, difficulty is going to be nine. Do I have abilities in Numenera? Yeah, that'll help. Does I have a book about mm -hmm. Numenera? A book on Numenera will help if you want to take 30 minutes to study it as part of this. No. Chacha ain't got that time. 
Chachika a 15. Okay. So Cleoids are an extinct um, species, but their influence still lurks in certain tainted ciphers and artifacts. Creatures that use these compromised objects are gradually transformed into shelled monsters with mental abilities of ferocious strength, unless they can resist the change. Yeah, so you know that as this goes on, there is a chance that unless you are successful in resisting the change, you could slowly become a Cleoid. That gives, like, Chacha the urge to just, like, smash it. Like, just like, no, 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 I mean, we could bring back, like, an ancient species, guys. Now, if you guys want to, you could try to salvage it to see if there's anything worthwhile in it instead of keeping it as a cipher. Anybody good salvaging New Anera? Yeah, does anybody do that here? Billy? <laughs> You'd think so, but I guess to keep the right class balanced, rights have an option to either become trained in understanding Numenera or salvaging Numenera, and I chose to mm. understand Numenera. Um, but mm. Dilly can try, because that would make sense. Yeah, okay. So, to attempt to salvage this, that's so a 4, so it'd be a 12, and you have an inability, so it's a 15. Can Correct. Chacha assist? Uh, um, do you have any experience with that? No, she can just be, like, super positive and heartwarmingly positive for Dilly so he feels supported. I, I think I don't think it would help because you don't have any training or, or help in it in this particular case. Chacha, can you, can you give me some <laughs> space, please? Chacha gets all sad and wanders back to her bed area. Yeah. Uh, sad. Yeah, how long did that whole okay. thing take? That whole battle? Yeah. Less than a minute. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Night, guys. See you in, like, three hours. Yeah, us <laughs> back in bed. Um, so he's going to make his roll. He's also going to try to salvage the other two broken or used ciphers that dropped. Do you even get anything from those? Okay, let's start with the, let's start with the one that we right. know about. Uh, 12. Okay. That's not going to do it. Um, so, in the process of trying to salvage it, you managed to break it. Oh, yeah. But congratulations, um, at least it, it could, its components can be made up of three shins. All right. Uh, I got some shinies out of this, so there we go. The other two ciphers, since they were used, there's nothing of value. No, not even parts. Mm-hmm. All right, well. No, the, the, parts that, the parts that are valuable, with, you might find... Some synth, but nothing of any particular note. Like any 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 IO or anything like that is long since depleted. Well, synth is also use, useful to me. Okay. Say, let's say you find two synth. All right. Yeah, there's nothing I can really get out of these unless uh, does anyone want a shiny rock <gasps> to throw at them? That just hit, or more monsters? It? Okay. And then you'll toss the metal things to Cha-Cha. So you guys are just going to leave Italia on watch all night? Uh, no, I thought Italia would go back to bed. No, she was the next person to do watch. But I, I thought watch time, it wasn't watch time yet, right? Because it only took a minute? It only took a minute. So, But I thought you said you were going back to bed. No, I said I'll see you guys in ah, three hours. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You're good. Okay, I'll go back to bed. Do we have to do that every hour? I mean, depends, man. Like, 
<laughs> do they attack every hour? Then yes. Do they not attack every hour? Then no. Oh. Sometimes they attack more frequently. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> oh, God. So the night goes without incident the rest of the night. Um, by the time Italia wakes up, the poison's gone. You guys are able to make your way. You guys are continuing your hike, and you guys look at the map, and it seems like you should be to the ruins already, but mm. you're not seeing anything here. Seems a little conspicuous. Does Chacha see anything that other people don't see? Well, um, that's interesting. Give me a perception roll, Chacha. That will be at nine for you. Twenty. Boom. Wow. Okay. Um, Chacha, you see a strange figure moving in front of you. They're tall. They don't have legs, so they shouldn't be humanoid. It's almost like they hover. But they've got long, just ebon black skin and long claws and a mouth that opens with full mandibles and there seems like there's fire inside. And it floats around in front of you and then wanders a little ways forward and then it seems to disappear for a moment. And then it sticks its head out and beckons you. And one of its eyes, if they are eyes, makes something even like a wink as it waves its clawed arm at you and disappears back into nothingness, like it's sinking into water that isn't there. None of the rest of you see this, by the way. I think Chacha frowns and say, says, it's, it's never anything good, is it? It's, it's always horror. And then she starts to follow them. The thing. What? What's, what's always horror? What? Chacha? It's the creepy fire monster. What? Monster? What? It knows what we're doing. Dilly's looking around for a monster. <laughs> um, I'll follow her. Okay. Um, anybody else following, or are you guys just hanging? What? They will follow the group. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't take long before you guys reach that same threshold that Cha-Cha saw before, and as you step through it, it's like, it does feel a little bit like crossing the surface tension of water. And you see in front of you a massive installation of buildings made of green synth and with strange carvings among them of creatures that you guys don't recognize. Something that looks like part mollusk, part person. And there is a, but they're not like separate buildings. It's almost like if you could imagine a crystal formation that like it burst out of the surface of the earth. And there is a wide opening at the center of it in the shape of a diamond with a hall leading down. And there's just the faintest blue light flickering in the green. And that's where we'll end this episode. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? So I got a quick question for one of you. Uh, and I'll have questions for you every time, but... Um, this time I'm going to pick on Stace. Stace, what's one thing that happened this session that your character did that made you feel awesome? Oh, definitely the um, the elbow. Yeah, dropping that bow. Yeah. Really, just that like back to back kill, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
yeah, actually hitting on, you know, an attack was nice as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, now that I think about it, but yeah, back to back kills. Okay. Pretty sweet. Right, cool. Um, we have a segment that we do every episode called Player Intrusions, um, which is an opportunity for us to tell you about something that you should dig. And uh, this week, it is Stace's turn again. Stace, what would you give the audience an XP for if they checked out? Well, Daniel, I think I got to say Numenera, because mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. So why? Well, honestly, and I put some thought into this. Because I do enjoy Numenera so much, but I didn't grow up with Numenera. I don't even know how old it is now that I think about it. How long has it been around? Do you know, Daniel? Uh, I think I knew this at one point. Hold on. I think it came out in 2013. Oh, that's what I thought. So it's been out six or seven years. But I didn't encounter the world of Numenera until 2017 when mm-hmm. I picked up Torment Tides of Numenera the mm-hmm. CRPG got it for Xbox mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a weird, wacky world. And what I was getting at earlier is like, we all grow up, not we all necessarily, but a lot of us, especially here in the United States, we grew up with that kind of Eurocentric medieval fantasy setting. And it's very mm-hmm. familiar to us. And that can be a good thing because it's comfortable and it's tropey and we know what we're getting into, but I feel like Numenera reminds me of when I first started getting into fantasy and sci-fi. Mm. And it's got that sense of wonder that isn't there for me anymore with a lot of standard fantasy adventures. Um, kind of reminds me of like, uh, you know, like the first time I read Castle in the Attic or the Narnia series and that bl- stuff blew my mind. And now you look back and, and or I look back and I realize it's very genre specific, fairly generic stuff. But I didn't know that then. And that's how I feel about Numenera. It's just that that childlike wonder. And mm-hmm. the system. The cipher mm-hmm. system is simple. It lets the world breathe and live and the characters to do the same thing because we're not just crunching a ton of numbers and doing a lot of math. And it really opens up for role playing and not that I, again, not knocking traditional tabletop RPGs. I love them all. But that's just mm-hmm. what makes Numenera unique and special to me. And that's why I really think people should give it a shot. Because maybe listening to this episode, if you never played before, it sound, sounded really arcane and different and complicated. But when you get into it, it's really not. It's, it's about as simple as you can get for a tabletop RPG. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, that I think is a fitting first player intrusion for us. So uh, we are a new podcast. Um, so if you guys enjoyed what you heard, the best thing you can do is tell your friends. Um, second best thing you can do is leave us five star reviews. If you like the show, if you didn't like the show, um, keep it to your fucking self. We're <laughs> <laughs> not a, Take it in constructive criticism. No, we're perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> constructive criticism is fine, but uh, but not for the reviews. Marietta, where can people find us if they want to talk to us? On all of the social media. We've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. We have our own dang website. We have a Facebook. Dating website? Dang website. Dang it. <laughs> 
date one of the party members. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about that in the future, but I don't think we're quite there yet. I mean, um, send me your resume. But yeah, we are Explorers Wanted <laughs> podcast on yeah. Instagram and Facebook, and Twitter is Explorers Wanted. And then our website is explorerswanted.fm. Yes. I remembered. We're all fancy like that. We're so fancy. We're fancy pants. If you are looking to talk to us individually, you can find me on Twitter at Andrelik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. It's like Mace Windu, but Stace Windu. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at Real T Unicorn at Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Slam Potato on Twitter. Slam Potato? Slam Potato. It's a long story. <laughs> I want to hear that story one day. And then you can find me, Marietta, on Instagram at I'm on a hike, all one word. Okay, there we go. Okay, well, that's it for us. Uh, we'll see you next week on Explorers Wanted. Bye. Bye. Bye.